The St. Louis Blues look to have a nice puck drop around 7 p.m. tonight against the Minnesota Wild. And the St. Louis Blues have a really good chance of beating this team. And I will tell you why. And this is all coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked on Blues. You were watching the Locked on Blues, St. Louis Blues and Minnesota Wild pre-game show for today's episode. I will be talking about the Blues and the Wild and previewing the game ahead in a couple of hours, assessing the first quarter of the season, and of course, Bennington and Joel Hofer in net and my thoughts of them so far this season. Today's episode will be a fun one because, again, this is a live streamed episode. What exactly does that mean? It means that you get to comment live as this episode is happening to give some feedback, comments, and your thoughts as to the Blues and the Minnesota Wild this evening. I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Today's episode, as I said, is a live episode, which for me is a fun way to interact with you who are watching. My everydayers know that I have been really enjoying doing these live episodes lately. I find this really fun and it allows me to honestly do what I love best and that is talking about sports live. So this game will be the last game with the dad's trip. And Hale, what exactly does that mean? It means that the fathers of the Blues players came out with them to Chicago, and now they come out with them to Minnesota. It is quite funny, though, considering the amount of fathers um, that live in Minnesota. I was actually saying this the other day about players not really having their families live near them. Minnesota, a lot of these players are for, from that area, so that is funny. So let's go talk about tonight's game and what exactly the Blues basically look to do against the Wild. So tonight, the most important thing that the Blues need to do is honestly just be offensively dominant right away. This is something where I know you might say, Hale, that's a little obvious. And while that is true, the Wild are not the best team, especially when it comes to their defense. So it is important for the Blues to attack first. I think that's fair with all games. But I do think that the Wild, they do strive off of momentum more so than St. Louis, I've noticed this season. So I think that whoever gets the first goal of tonight's contest will be the team that wins the game. And it's weird. I know that doesn't maybe make sense, but this is a pattern I've noticed with Minnesota, especially taking a closer look at them and how they've been doing the season. Like always, I am going to talk about the projected lineup. This is one of my favorite things to do on Lockdown Blues. Before I get into that, Muther said, let's go Blues on the live chat going on now. So let's go Blues. And again, if you are watching live, leave some comments. That way we can have a conversation as this episode is going on, which I find really fun. So projected lineups for tonight. 
Robert Thomas in the, I mean, obviously it's going to be Robert Thomas in the first line, winged by Pavel Buchnevich and Jake Neighbors. Jake Neighbors. Oh my gosh, Jake Neighbors. Does he deserve this more than anything? To see Neighbors in the first line, honestly, it feels like a full circle moment. I have been watching Neighbors forever, it seems like, when he was on the Thunderbirds before then. And he was somebody when the Blues, you know, drafted him. I was so excited. I'm like, Jake Neighbors, like, this is huge. And just to see how he's developed, not just this season, but throughout his time with the St. Louis Blues organization is truly remarkable. So I am super happy for him and happy that I'm able to read that and be able to report to you all that uh, Neighbors is in the first line, which is unbelievable. Then in the second line, we have Captain Braden Shen, and he will be winged by Yaka Vanra and Kasperi Kapanen. And Kathy's father is like the cutest person. Um, so I'm hoping that this game it will also, you know, inspire him to play better as well. Third line, like always, is Kevin Hayes, and he will be ringed by Braden Saad. And Jordan Cairo. Jordan Cairo is a player that I think will have a really good game against the Wild. I think he's going to match up well against them. So I do expect him to have a goal tonight. I usually don't do like goal predictions, but I truly believe that he is somebody that will be having a goal in tonight's contest. In the fourth line, it is Sonny's line. That is right, Oscar Sunquist, And he will be winged by Nexi Torchenko and my boy, Sammy Blay. The thing about Sammy Blay, I feel like I've been talking about all the right ringers, but Sammy Blay, he is a player that I really enjoy watching. I think his game has improved tremendously, and I just, I see a lot, you know, of Sammy Blay in the future with the Blues, so I am happy for Sammy Blay. In defense, the full, first pair is Nick Letty and Colton and Paraco. Then we have Tori Krug and Justin Folk, and then finally, Marcos Gandela and Scott TP. And now we have Jordan Binghamton. And I think that this overall is a good lineup. I am upset that I don't get to see some more Tyler Tucker. He is a player that I think has been improving, but I understand, you know, Baruby's reasoning as to why he has the lineup that he has tonight. I think overall, when it comes to the St. Louis Blues and how they're going to match up against this Minnesota Wild team, that this lineup, especially, I have to say, the defense very well could have a good game tonight. I just think that the problem with Minnesota, and I'm not knocking them down as an organization because I don't like underestimating teams. I just think that the Blues are a stronger team, and I think that this will be a good game for the defense to kind of regain some of that confidence, especially coming after uh, that win against the Blackhawks, that 4-2 win. It is important for them um, – to do that. Binghamton said after last game, we wanted to get a big win here after the last couple of games, and we did a good job of that. My mindset was just to come in and compete, and as a team, we did a great job of that tonight. This is important because this is a very big game for the Blues because you were going against the team that is in last place in the Central Division. You were going against the team that has only 14 points this season with the Blues as 23. So I think that this will be an ultimate test. Are the Blues that inconsistent of a team, or can they put up a good fight? And anytime you're having a divisional game, it is extra important to get that win. 
Jeff said, oh, man, I love this comment. Jeff said, let's go Blues. Beat those North Star wannabes. Oh, man, I am a huge hockey nerd. So anytime somebody refers to, like, it's so funny, like the North Stars, or you have the California Golden Seals, the Atlanta Thrashers, Atlanta Heat, like Hartford Whalers, like you name it. Anytime I get to hear, like, any OG kind of team name before they got moved around. I'm like, let's go. My favorite hockey fact, by the way, has to do with one of our teams in the central is that the Winnipeg Jets are not the original Winnipeg Jets. So there was another Winnipeg Jets. I know that's a little off topic. I'm just a huge hockey nerd. So when Jeff said that, um, clearly it sparked a little bit of my geekiness coming out. Um, NJ Dave said, hey, Haley, I live in Springfield, Massachusetts. Love to see this stream. What is up, Dave? I love talking to you all about the St. Louis Blues, and I'm glad that you all are able to join and for this amazing pregame show that I'm putting on. I think that tonight's game is extra important, as I have mentioned. So it is cool to see you watching from all over the country because Blues fans are every single place. So let's talk about why this is such a big game. So the Wild hosts the Blues with a record of 5, 10, and 4. And that record, again, I did mention that they had 14 points, but only having five wins this season. I mean, that's the same amount of wins that the San Jose Sharks has had. Um, the Sharks, yes, they have five wins now, and we were one of them, but... The problem is, is one of these things is, um, oh man, last season, the Blues, they did go one, three, and oh, but I think the Blues do have a good chance of winning tonight. And he is talking about the Thunderbirds. Okay. I would love to do an episode talking about the Thunderbirds and how they're doing the season since there are some prospects that I really like that is um, that are playing on the Thunderbirds. But I under, I'm refining Dave's comment, by the way, about Subin. So we will talk about that 100%, Dave. You inspire me to do an episode that I can dive deeper into the Thunderbirds. So I do appreciate that. Thank you, Dave. All right. Let's do something here. Okay, I'm going to take a little break. Well, this stream's still going to go on. And I'm going to tell you about my friends at game time. And then I'm going to dive into assessing the first quarter of the season and addressing some of the comments. So if you have any comments about this first quarter of the season, this is your opportunity to leave them down in the comment. If I'm pointing to the right way. <laughs> to leave them down in the comments down below. That way I can... <laughs> That was so bad. That way I can address them and have the conversation. So again, do that now as I'm doing this read. Game time. Why do I love game time? Well, it's so nice to get last minute tickets, flash deals, deal zones, and so much more. I get stressed out sometimes when it comes to buying tickets. I want to get the best price. I don't want to be knocked off by any single means because sometimes these ticketing services, they charge you all these hidden fees and it just makes it super stressful. So as I said with game time, it's easy to find and buy tickets. You can see where you're sitting. The prices are up front. They have deals. That is right. They have deals on the tickets that they're already selling at a lower price. 
So you can sit in some really nice, good seats with a fraction of the cost that you would get from any other ticketing services. And all the prices they show you are upfront. So you're not getting any of those hidden fees at the end when you're going to check out and you're like, okay, I have a really good deal. This is a good ticket. And then it's like, whoa, 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 why am I paying this amount of money? Game time does not do that, which is what I like most about them. So you shouldn't have to worry whatsoever. And they take the guesswork out of buying tickets. So this is what I need you to do. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code Locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So, my friends, let's talk about this first quarter of Blues hockey and what exactly is going on. Okay, a lot has happened. A lot. But I do think that the St. Louis Blues are maybe not as bad as a team as they were made out to be. I understand it's been a little bit frustrating with the Blues, especially this season. But right now, the St. Louis Blues are 11, 8, and 1, accumulating those 23 points after 20 games played. At home, they're 6, 3, and none. So that is a really good record, honestly. It is Better to have a winning record, especially at home. Away, they're 5-5-1. And And in shootouts, they're 1-1. So the St. Louis Blues, they're very average, right? They're not this team that is extraordinary that's going to be a team that's a front runner for the Stanley Cup. Frankly, there is a chance that they may not even make the playoffs. And if they do, it would be a wild card spot. But what I can say is this. I think that sometimes being average in this league is more detrimental than anything Um, and what do I mean by that? I never want to be the person to come on and say, oh, I want the blues to lose for draft picks because that's not who I am as a sports fan. But if you're not going to be good, at least be bad. I, I know, I know we want to see improvement. I do too. Trust me. That's just the mindset that I have when it comes to how can this team improve in the future? But at the same time, there is still that chance of the blues. They could compete for a wild card spot. It is so early days. There is no denying that. But I do think that this team needs to either step it up or it's going to be a waste of a season. Um, There there has been improvement, okay? I will say that. There has been improvement in some of the players. I think when it comes to, um, you know, and I – I hate this so much when it comes to goals this season. Obviously we have Booch with, you know, eight goals, Thomas with eight neighbors with seven, which is why neighbors does deserve again to be in that first line. Shenny with six. And then you have Kevin Hayes with four Kyrie with four, which honestly is very low. And what I would not want to be reporting on after the first quarter, because I think Jordan Kyrie could get a lot more goals, but I think that sometimes he's been a little bit sloppy with the puck. But again, his nine assists, they do make up for it. Um, There also seems to be a little bit of a problem. And it's the defense. The defense for me, for some reason, I understand that there has been improvements made. I think that um, Justin Folk is probably the most solid guy on defense. But 
it's still like that disconnect. And I don't know the solution. And this has been something I've been saying before the season began that all these, you know, no trade clauses, it's really detrimental to this team. And I don't know what Doug Armstrong can do, but he is the reason why the blues are in this situation. So it would be nice if uh, he made some moves and uh, switched some things up. When it comes to assists, though, Robert Thomas with 14, which is why RT is at the top of the list when he has 22 points this season. I am so happy for Robert Thomas. I really think that he has been excelling this season a little bit to a slow start, right? But Robert Thomas is doing what he does best, and that is playing some pretty good hockey for the St. Louis Blues. And again, he is the future of this team. He has been doing such a great job with his leadership on the ice and really just proving why he is such, you know, I'm trying to think of the right word. Such, I don't want to say a priority, but such an importance, an importance to the ice. Now it is the time I'm going to look at your comments on the live stream that I have going on. And let's talk about how you feel about this first quarter of hockey. Zach said, what is going to fix this team as the consistent as we've been, as we've been, do we need to fire chief or is there more to it? I don't think it's coach Baruby. I love the chief. I think that he is doing the best that he can in this situation that he is in. It is not chief's fault that this team isn't, you know, performing maybe the way that they should be. I think that this has more to do with the fact that Doug Armstrong really put this team into a really bad place. So, Zach, I do like your comment quite a bit because I think that you summed it up best. The frustration is there because obviously the results that, you know, we're seeing on ice are not the results that we were expecting to see. We expected to see a team that was faster, that had better spatial awareness, that was able to, you know, not lose games 5-1 consistently. And even the way that they're winning, they're letting so many goals in. So it's one of those things where I think that it's just been a very frustrating situation for the Blues. But I do think that the Chiefs is not the problem to blame And if there is anybody to blame, it is Doug Armstrong, the GM of the St. Louis Blues. I do like this comment from Chief. He said, you could use a gadget. And and the reason why I like this is if you were watching on the chat, I am literally like pointing, but I'm like, because it's like backwards. So like I'm like pointing, but it's like the wrong direction. So I think that is kind of funny. And before I get into my next conversation, and this is something that Dave also kind of mentioned, I do want to tell you about my friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your rider die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only. Available to U.S. customers. Boom, 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 boom. All right. Let's do this. Let's talk about the goalies. And I think this is a really good um, comment that Dave had. And I wasn't sold on Hofer when he was here. And he's talking about the Springfield Thunderbirds since Dave lives actually out there. So hello, Dave. Joel Hofer. What a guy. What a guy. He has played eight games thus far this season. And um, he started in seven, but don't forget when the Blues were playing the Yodis, Hofer ended up going in because it was really rough for Bennington. Um, Hofer has had five wins and three losses. He has a save percentage of .905, which is quite well. And I think that he is doing better, Okay. I think that he is performing better. I think that there is a lot of pressure on him. And that's no excuse. Obviously, you should be, you know, playing better. And um, it's something, like, that I think we need to take into more account that he is still young. He still has a lot of learning to do. And it's you can't really compare him to Bennington because Binner has been around. Obviously, he got to lose that cup. Um, that cup. I know. I miss those days, too. But Biddington is obviously a national treasure to us. But I think that Joel Hofer, the more he's in net, the more comfortable he is, and the more playing time he gets, he will be better. So I like that. But he then has some times where he looks lost in the net, and he looks like he doesn't know what hockey is. And I know what you're thinking, Haley, you just said all these nice things about him. Well, yeah, but in the games that the Blues have lost, they've been really high-scoring games. And he just looks lost on the ice. And that's a problem because even if a team gets one or two pucks behind you, you should still have that same mentality. Okay, it is still 0-0. And I know that's like kind of a weird thing. But I talk to a lot of goalies. I talk to a lot of people that play, you know, that have played in net before. And they said that's the best mindset to have. Lock in, focus, and pretend that, you know, no one has scored yet. And you have to rub it off. Being a net is such a mental sport more than a physical thing. Obviously, you need to have the skill. But if you're not mentally suitable to be in the net, it's going to hurt your team. And I think that's something that Jordan Bangington has gotten better at. I talked about the fact that sometimes Spinner isn't the best with his emotions. And I don't think it's a diss. I think that Jordan Bangington is the type of goalie that is super passionate. And he takes every single game seriously. I think that he is the type of goalie that does hold himself to an accountability level that sometimes I have a hard time processing because I don't understand how he can always be so, you know, emotional sometimes, but it makes sense. It is because he is accountable and he is striving for excellence. Okay. So I do think at the end of the day, Biddington is a prime example of how you should compose yourself in net. I'm not saying all of his outbursts were right in the past, but it does come from a place of he has emotion, he has passion. And I think that is something that is an example that every single player on the ice should look at and say, you know what, I'm going to strive to be like him 
because he is showing that is how you play in net. That is how you're mentally tough. And that's what a hockey player looks like. And I am going on a rant, but I think Bennington got so much slander in the past and I will always defend him because he is the main reason as to why the St. Louis Blues got the Stanley Cup. Him, Coach Berube, there are so many people within this organization that I will defend till the end of time. And Jordan Binghamton is one of them. Okay. <laughs> so how has he done this season? He uh, has played 15 games. He started in 13. He is five. I mean, he is six, five, zero, and one um, because of OT. He is a 0.909 save percentage. And you know what? Goals allowed it is, you know, 2.89. Hofer is at 3.03. Kind of similar, but at the end of the day, Bennington is playing more games. He is obviously the better goalie. It is not bad to have, you know, Hofer as a backup, but at the end of the day, Benner is our guy, and we got to, you know, support him no matter what. I love Jordan Bennington. Um, his biggest fan, seriously. And if you don't like him, then that's kind of your problem because he is a gem. And the Blues, they would be losing a heck of a lot game, more games if it wasn't for Jordan Binghamton. And that is the honest truth. I hate to be harsh, but that is the reality of this team. So today was a fun episode. I am really enjoying doing these lives. If you want me to do more lives, my everydayers, comment below in the video itself. And just let me know if you like me when I do these lives. I get to interact with you more. Um, before I end this episode, Zach said, interesting. I never thought of it that way. And if we fire Army, who out there should the Blues get? And that is something, Zach, that I'm going to actually talk about on a later episode. I do like that question a lot. So, again, thank you. Again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about the Blues, comment below. And I would love to address it on an upcoming episode. This has been your St. Louis Blues Minnesota Wild pregame show. I have the St. Louis Blues winning tonight, 5-2. And, again, you can follow on Twitter at Lockdown Blues for all of your game updates. I will talk to you tomorrow. And like always, let's go Blues.